Portions of our broadcast day made possible by Internet Media Providers, makers of Crosslink. With Crosslink, you can view any Christian television station in the world using Crosslink. For more information, look for the link to Internet Media Providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com. Resilience is the quality of being able to adapt to stressful life changes and bouncing back from hardship. Resilience is a response to tragedy, crisis, or other life-altering changes that allows us to move on despite the loss. Resilience is the biblical norm for Christians. The Bible contains many admonitions to press on, Philippians 3.13-15, overcome hardship and temptation, Romans 12.21, and persevere in the face of trials, James 1.12. It also gives us numerous examples of people who suffered greatly but continued to follow God's plan for their lives. Proverbs 24:16 could be seen as the theme verse for the resilient, though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. This is the spotlight on resilient Christians with Cleveland Roads. Hello, and thank you each and every one to be part of the spotlights of Resilient Christians. I'm your host, Cleaver Rose, and I want to thank each and every one of you for a wonderful radio experience. I want to apologize to a lot of people because people want to know when you're going to have some more people to spotlight on. And I say I'm going to wait for a couple of weeks, then it became a month because I've been very busy because we got a special treat for you guys. And I know a lot of people been requested this one for a while, so I'm saying, okay, I'm gonna get her on the phone finally. And but it's a it's kind of right how God works things out. So for one thing, I wanted to talk to me about is that well, this sister here, you pretty much know her very well, and a lot of people around the world knows her very well, which is uh, evangelist Dr. Sharon Westbrooks of God's Input for You, and it's an event that we gonna be having on. February 22nd here in Clarksville, Tennessee. And I know a lot of people coming around the country to this event because it's a lot of people been begging me to know when y'all going to have this event. So I've told them through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. And now it's going to go viral. Uh, I got a lot of people to talk about. We'll talk more. But also we got another special person. And her name's Dr. Bonilla Holmes. And Belinda, 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 I am so sorry, Miss uh, uh, Dr. Belinda. I, I apologize to say your name wrong, <laughs> but um, no problem. Yeah, so it, it, it's a special treat to speak to these two ladies about this event that's coming in in February the 22nd. But let's go into Sister uh, uh, Westbrook a little bit more, and also we'll talk to Sister uh, Holmes as well. Now, um, Dr. Saron Westbrook, no, everybody said she's endowed. <laughs> and I'm saying this because I'm, I love her to death because I, I love uh, um, Sister uh, Westbrook, Saron, a lot. And I could talk to her this way because, you know, she's like a real sister to me. And, and the main, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> she is. And um, the real, real uniqueness about our relationship that we met by another friend of mine. And, and it's kind of running. Uh, my friend, which I call my sister, uh, <laughs> was doing her hair, and uh, yes. and, <laughs> and and she's the one introduced. Wait a minute, you belong 
on one of his uh, uh, on his radio station. This at that time it's not a station; it was a network. It grew to a network, and wow. then it literally came like the breath of fresh air. I said, "I need someone who's smarter than me," and 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 that's I'm not saying everybody is is dumb on our radio network, but what I mean right. is someone that has the 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 insight way beyond the scope. So I said, Let, let's let's see what how it happens. And as soon I started talking to her, we clicked from there. And then now it's been going three years. Yes, the rest <laughs> is history, isn't it? Yes, it is. And I know that this woman is so resilient that she, when we do special events, she been do like few events that we hosted here, and these events that we did. Ah, she was a great insight. Then I said, you know, she'll be a good co co those co-host with me, and that's when we went and did some other stuff. Especially what happened yes. with the hurricanes. We've done some great shows. Oh my yes. gosh, we did. And these shows now, people keep on going over and over and over. I said, y'all, I clicked very well. I said. Well, she she's my sister. Well, you spent and other people said, "When y'all gonna do some more together?" I said, "Very soon." So now, just yes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I'm going to have to have you on my show. You know, when I deal with uh, relationships at work, yeah, we talked about this sometimes. Yeah, that's we did. Great. And no, and that's the thing that I really, I can't wait because uh, Sister Holmes, you gotta re- realize here. No, when you become part of the family of RCR, it's really, really, we very close-knit. And it's like, what is these people doing now? Now you're going to see why. <laughs> so now I want to introduce everyone, Dr. Sharon Westbrooks and Dr. Belinda Holmes. How you doing, y'all ladies? Great, great. Thank you. Great. And we appreciate you having us on here to talk about this event that we have coming up on the 22nd of February. I think that it is so important for individuals to come because the focus of this conference is to cultivate a life of true fellowship with God and others by equipping attendees to live a life that is faithful to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. For that reason, that our conference's keynote speaker is awesome. Um, he's uh, Apostle Garfield Curlin, and he's going to be talking uh, to us because we, you know, I often say it on my station during the broadcast, God created everyone on purpose with a purpose Amen. and designed each of us to enjoy genuine fellowship with God and each other by being authentic yes. as well as uh, the consequences of failing to be real. So we're going to deal with being real with each other. You know, that's amazing. And um, real with God. You know, it's amazing, and I want to, uh, Sister uh, Holmes, to come and chime in. What is the real that is missing in the body of Christ now that people are very, let's say, they're trying to say they're real, but they're acting fake? So I want you to chime in on that notion of what is going on in the body of Christ. And I know, I know uh, Sister Sharon's input, I get that in a minute, but I want your input first so we can get into the, in, the in-depth of why this conference is very important. Okay. For me, and I deal with it so much on a daily basis, everyone pretty much has a copycat spirit. That's because they have no real relationship 
with Christ. The Bible talks about uh, denying the power, you know, a form of godliness, but denying the power. Everybody is so self-absorbed into themselves. But when you're real, you can't be imitated or duplicated. You have to be genuine to core. And it's having an origin, which is our foundation, that's supported by uh, unquestionable evidence. And I found that that evidence is anything authenticated, verified, and genuine. Most people does not, you know, do not want to be genuine. We have to be real because Christ knows us, mm-hmm. you know, and if we can't be real with one another, we're not fooling God. Amen. You know, I often say, you can fool the pastor, but you can't fool the master. We've Amen. got to be real. Amen. And, you know, that's powerful. You said that, uh, uh, Sister Holmes, that a lot of times people get so caught up in a fake conversion, if you want to say it like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Sister uh, 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 Sister Saran knows me very well about this because, you know, when it comes to something like that, I always attack the, the heart of the issue. But let's say mm-hmm. about this, Sister Saran, and you know this very well. You talk about this very heavily on your broadcasts. Now, I want you to chime in just a little bit more. I know you will see, uh, talk in, in, in depth in a little bit, but give it a little nut, uh, nut cranium about this thing that people are doing in the body of Christ when it comes to the ministries. Because, you know, there's a lot of ministers is coming in and a lot of people are very, very, they said that that ministry is growing. But tell it like it is about that growth that people are really not really being honest with themselves about. So go ahead and go exactly, ahead and chime in with that. Exactly. Yeah, they're really not. Uh, I, let me just say this because this is so, uh, it's just a problem that we have within the United States with churches in the United States. Mm-hmm. We have a generation in the United States that know not God. Mm. They have a they have a thought of him, mm-hmm. but they don't know him. Right. It's like the children of Israel, and they were it captive by Egypt for 400 years. They were slaves. They were actually there for 400 and, uh, what is it, 43 years, mm-hmm. but they were slaves for 400 years. Mm-hmm. And during that time, they forgot who the true and living God is. Right. And they took on the gods of the people around them. Mm-hmm. And in the United States, with this prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. uh, this name it, claim it gospel, mm-hmm. the people in church are not being real in knowing the true and living God. As Dr. Holmes expressed, it's, it's a form of copycat. Mm-hmm. You know, right. everybody is mimicking, mimicking mm-hmm. but they're not having true relationships with God. They're not really becoming saved and delivered from sin. They believe that they can do whatever they want to do throughout the week and then come to church on Sunday and throw up their hands, sing Zion songs, Mm -hmm. but that's not being authentic. That's not real. 
God wants the heart. Amen. And so many people, they lie. Like Ananias and Sapphira. Remember what happened right. to them in the Bible? Absolutely. They lied. They didn't have to lie. Mm-hmm. But they chose to lie. And because of that, they were destroyed. And when I said the children of Israel, it's, it's true that they didn't know God because when they got in the wilderness, they created an image of what they thought God was. And that image was of the gods of the Egyptians. Amen. So we have people in church that are throwing up images. But right. they're not the true and the living God. Amen. Amen. And not the suffice was given a choice to be real because they was asked, you know, another time. But they chose to lie. But it's kind of like a rhetorical question. God already knows. So let's just be real. Mm-hmm. It don't hurt anything. I like to walk in my truth mm-hmm. because my father have a relationship with him. If we all just walk in truth. Nobody can beat us up and harm us because God knows us. He made us, like He said, for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. Amen. Amen. And see, that's, that's yeah. you know, I'm, uh, it's really sad because um, I'm, I, 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 I'm being honest. There's so many people come to me a lot, especially when it comes to like, well, you know, I know the Lord. I said, but your life doesn't really show it because remember, God is always saying this every time, every way, every how. He always said that your, you know, your fruit will show. You show your fruit. Yeah. And a lot of people think that their fruit is not showing. They always try to cover their fruit up. But every time when it comes to the word of God or with the Holy Spirit and everything else about God, it reveals itself. Then this when you notice that their fruit is rotten to the core. But these are the people that's probably the people in the in the body of Christ who are propagated, like Sister Saran said, about this prosperity, name it, claiming, giving, you know, speaking to the existence and things like that. But it's hammering and it's causing more people to stay in bondage. And you got people in ministry who are, like I said, started up in the ministry, everything else, and they don't even know what is going on in the masses of people. They always get caught up in their own sidetrack of of their, uh, let's say, lie or they, yeah. they, their own belief, not going deeper with God with this and not being real with God. So I wanted to ask each one of you about this whole statement about when we talk about let's get real and how real we're talking. Uh, we are talking about people being real about the things that God is saying through the ministry, but also the things that God is saying through him instead of just the ministry itself, but to him alone. What does the people that is listening in right now that have to deal with you, you got fake Christians or people who claim to be Christians going around saying things of the, that is not of the Bible, but saying this is from the Bible, but don't have no, a witness that has any claims of the Bible that corresponding. How can you relate to people who are, I don't get it. I mean, I'm new into my evangelism ministry that God gave me. How can you help that man and woman who's dealing with that? Because it's a lot of people, they ask me questions all the time about that. So how can you, ladies, because you guys, I know what your what guys put in your heart, especially Sister Sharon, and I know uh, Sister Holmes the same way. How can you help that person understand their role is with God in that way? Well, I, you know, Second Timothy, uh, the third chapter, 
talks about um, the form of godliness. Yes. And it tells us that we should not be, you know, with individuals that have that. Because Christianity was never, ever a form of godliness. It has always been the real thing. Mm -hmm. Godliness is that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. that glorifies God, and it, it, it is that which allows the Holy Spirit to set God's standard in our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, if you see individuals that don't have a godly lifestyle, and I'm not just saying on Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm saying when the lights are off, Amen. when nobody's looking, right. you know, that's when you are real. Mm. You know, godliness sets the pattern for us, not as uh, dictating to God what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. If our belief system does not change our lives Mm -hmm. and bring us into a more direct and closer walk and personal relationship with Jesus Christ, then we we have to really question the authenticity. Are you a Christian? Amen. Are you saved? Amen. Amen. And Sister Holmes. It doesn't matter whether a form of godliness comes from from, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Baptist Church, mm-hmm. the Kojic That's Church. Right. There's That's no right. denomination on it. That's right. That's right. Amen. Let's, let's, go ahead, Sister Go ahead, Sister Holmes. I want your input about that. And uh, my take, um, uh, Mr. Cleveland, it would be, like it says in Romans 12 and 2, we got to just not let the world dictate to us, especially leadership, we got to hear from the Lord, and the Holy Spirit has no respect of person. Mm-hmm. He would speak to Cleveland Road just as clear as he would to um, Westbrook, just as clear as he would Belinda Holmes. God is real. It says, be not conformed to this world. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Amen. Which we have, you know, in office, and, and just it changed the whole demographic of the way people think, act, and showing love and being kind. But it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We got to daily get a daily dose of the word and let that word wash us. Be kind even when we don't want to be kind. Be lovable. You know, it does not hurt anything. It gains the whole. The Bible said, what would it uh, gain a man or a woman to gain the whole world and then lose his soul? It does not cost anything to be nice. My old pastor used to say all the time, it's nice to be nice because it's nice. We just got to do this thing the God way, the Amen. word of God. And I would say to anybody starting out or any evangelist, minister, just a sister, brother, just go by the word of God. Let the Holy Spirit dictate. I get up with him and I go to bed with him. Amen. And if you do that, God will like Dr. Westbrook said, we're here for a purpose, on purpose, to do the will of God. And if we do that, half the battle is over with. Amen. Yeah, and let me just convey this, you know, because so many of our religious systems today can can only demonstrate a form of godliness. I believe they started out correct, but then mm-hmm. they got into this form of godliness, and they over time the standards have deteriorated and the conviction between right and wrong has become less and less until today we see right is wrong and wrong is right and God is such a God of love he won't turn anyone away from eternal life 
this is a form of godliness, and it is a lie. Amen. It is a false yeah. doctrine of everyone doing that which is right in their own eyes, as yeah. they expressed in Judges. And one of the things, one of the greatest tragedies and shocks in life anyone could ever have would be to go to church Sunday after Sunday faithfully, yet never really know Jesus as their servant their Savior, and then when they stand before God, hear him say, depart from me, I never knew you. Yes. Yet that is exactly what a form of godliness does to people. Oh it God. is a deception that allows them to set lower standards mm -hmm. for their lives than that which is acceptable by God. It allows people to, you know, like justify their character traits. Mm -hmm. It's okay, he's a Christian, yet he's doing this to women he's a christian yet he's cursing and cursing out people calling people ugly he's a christian yet he's doing egregious acts and stuff like that and their selfish lifestyle they live in sin and and persecute believers of the truth yet ironically they still believe they have an authority to speak on behalf of god amen you know um you know that's fine you just said that because um for many, many years. And a lot of times people really don't take the time to really research history. Um, <clears throat> sometimes people think they know a person will tell you research their history. If they did, if they did change, the history change. A lot of people don't think about right. that. You see, right. see, see, a lot of people don't think about that very well because when you change, history change. That means God has to change mm -hmm. inside you to make a point of the fact that your history that you had of this world is not of him because of the things that we have now if we say that i have i changed like you just said Saran, very well that people are self-righteous there's a lot of self-righteous people in the body of christ they claim they are of god they claim that they said, I love the Lord. It's just like this. I tell people all the time. If you know this person is an enemy to you, how come you don't love on them? How come you don't pray for them? How come you don't show them the God, the God inside you if you claim you got the God inside you by doing things of God? Because Jesus even said that, you know, you love your enemies as you love yourself. And if you claim that, that you are of him, then you should be loving on that person. But you have so many people nowadays... In the body of Christ, claiming they walking with God, walking with God, talking with him. They say all these things, but they got this hatred. And the hatred is so, it's like, it's a rooted issue going in into their hearts. And they keep on personifying these things, but they don't even call out their own sin on these things. Because they don't look at, they've got this little speck in their eye, but they look at the person with the big log. Well, in, in, in a lot of ways, when they look at their history, just go back to the fruit. We talk about the fruit here. The history of a person changed because God rewrites history. God does the rewriting, not us. God does the rewrite because when he changed you, you become born again. Well, I don't see a lot of born again people nowadays. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to be real here. Yeah, it does say old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Thank you. It's just like I said in that scripture before. It's a form of godliness denying the power thereof. Mm -hmm. When you have a changed life, 
you have power. Mm-hmm. The word power here is dunamis, yes. meaning natural, natural capability, inherent mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. capability of anything, ability to perform anything. It is the ability to abstain from sin. Ooh. It is the ability to have a new mind. Uh, it is the ability to be saved until you don't want to sin anymore. Amen. But when you have a form of godliness, you deny that power because you want to stay the old way. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, it's so sad. Um, I want Sister uh, Holmes to talk about this a little bit, that um, you got people in the body of Christ put people of sin leaders in the in per in, in different organs uh, different parts of the church and when you don't if if you said that your ministry is of god because this is how i see it and help me if i'm wrong here just tell me if i'm wrong about this by this thinking we got about 12 or 13 churches in every corner in the united states <laughs> right <laughs> but those churches said they got god there but if god is there you will see some power going on in those churches. Some kind That's of power. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you got to have some kind of power going on with these churches. Because you got, if you got power, where's the power at if you can't get that neighborhood with God? They say, you say God's there. Where is the power of God changing that neighborhood at? Sister Holmes, I want you to chime in a what do you think about that? Because I, I go, I see a lot of places from Nashville, Memphis, you name it. I was in Kansas City. I used to live in Kansas City. And it's like I said, 13, 14 churches in two, three corners around in one neighborhood, but there's no power. Tell me what you think is going on with that. Well, actually, the whole broadcast was saying the same thing when it's absence of God. It's a form of godliness denying the power. If you don't take the time to let it in, you won't have that real power. See, church people are the best. I won't say church people, the churches within us. Mm-hmm. People that go into a building have done this so long so they can mimic and, and imitate and duplicate anything and anybody, even the little G God. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with having the little D-God is in operation, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, it, and it's presenting itself as an angel of light, like it's really the power for God. But you can't really know God and treat your brothers and sisters a certain way. The Bible even tells us in First Thessalonians, I think it's around the fifth chapter, it talks about know them that labor among you. See, Dr. Westbrook and I go way back. And we've had some little differences because you're not going to be in agreement with anybody. But one thing I can say about my sister, I love her more than any other female that I know of. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it because I'm in her presence. She's true to form. We get things right. We don't let anything fester. Right. And I can tell a person, no, that really wasn't Dr. Westwood. I know her. Mm-hmm. We can all have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Even me. I can get in my flesh and say something or do something that charges to my head, not my heart. Thank you. Because, yeah, because we're all human. Amen. And the human side of us going to always dominate. Whatever you feed more, that's what's going to dominate. So all this power people are talking about is not really the real power. The real power, 
like Dr. West just talked about, is that dunamis power, mm-hmm. and only God can give you that. But you, he will not give you that if you're not here. He mm-hmm. said to them that go out to know the Lord, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God. And it's so sad that a lot of people are going to miss it because they won't be real. They won't do what the Word of God, it's so simple. All we got to do is just get saved Amen. and just hope the Lord and just go line by line, precept by precept, get to know the real God. He is so loving. He's so kind. And get in the kingdom. Oh, baby, it's different in the kingdom. Amen. It's so different in the kingdom because when you're in the kingdom working, you get into a stratosphere, and I'm not going to really get into all of that. But it's different. You see different. You feel different. Right. It's a different sound. But in a building, mm-hmm. it is just it's frustrating to me. It really is. I like to be out and amongst people. Amen. You know, where you can really feel the power, where you can really get down with the people. In a building, you're going to have a certain sector of people. Mm-hmm. But when you go in the Walmart, where well, I call that my church, yeah. <laughs> and you go in <laughs> you know, the, the public and the different places, and really get down with the people, then you see the heart of God. You can discern spirits. You can just see mm-hmm. who's who. But in a building right. where we go, we call it the church, you just got to discern and know. You got your game face on because and the, the enemy beats us there. Yeah. There's one thing about he can't live saved. He know the word. He know the word better than most Christians. He does. He can't live saved. And no, you yeah. don't, you, you're so right because... Um, <laughs> He's kind of right. Hey, I'm laughing because uh, I tell people all the time, I said, um, I know I, I gave people this testimony about myself. You know, I, I've been around church folks since I was, before I was born. And mm-hmm. I, I say it before because when I got, when I was born and born to it, when my, you know, my grandmother always kept us going to church. But when you saw your own folks, the people that you know and everybody else and you start to look at them and you say wait a minute this is not what the bible says i mean i'm not even a believer and i see that that even walk of the right with god and you like you said they have this formal way of going to church but they mm-hmm. never really take the time when they are outside but see my grandma used to make moonshine and and she used to get to the pastor deacon board and the choir director and, and and they used to come over her house, and and, and and this is before Sunday. They come over there Friday afternoon to Saturday, uh, um, afternoon around three or four o'clock, and she stopped production. And they get their they 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 corn whiskey. Then Sunday morning they at church, sweat all that out. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's how I experience it. And I see a lot of this going on. Like my grandfather on my dad's side was a big time gigolo. I I digress. He, I mean, the man can sing. Sings a great uh, spiritual hymns. Make people want to shout. But the day about it is to add this man sleeping around. And my grandmother, my dad said, I lit him up. And I ain't talk about fights. <laughs> lit him up. I mean, put him on fire. But I digress. He, he, he lived through it. But the point is, you see, you, they, they, they formulate a certain walk. And they mm-hmm. make themselves look like, oh, I am a believer, but you are in sin so much. It took me a while to get right with God. But with that, I had to get the authentic realness of him. Like you said, Sister Sharon, the, authentic, the real authentic 
uh, wisdom of God, which is kind of run that's raw. But if you really yeah. think about yeah. it, it is raw. But you got to look at that's yeah. how God operates. So in that way, Jesus, go ahead. Jesus said, Jesus told us that we recognize them by their fruit. That's he right. said that in Matthew. And you know you're real if you bear fruit, he tells us. Mm-hmm. Fruit is the telltale sign of authentic faith. Amen. Because fruit doesn't mm-hmm. lie. Amen. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. That's For right. each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. Mm-hmm. So if I I know you by your fruit, not what you say out of your mouth necessarily, mm-hmm. but your action. Right. And Jesus underscores that point in his famous parable about the sower. Remember, Amen. the parable itself is just so straightforward. That farmer sowed seed in the field, and the seed represented the good news of the kingdom. And it's sown on four different kinds of soil. And each of them represented a different response to the message of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, but the only, there's only one type of soil that bears fruit. Mm-hmm. And so we, as children of God, we bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. We bear fruit. You know, uh, go, I go say, ahead. Uh, I often say, you know, because people tell me, and matter of fact, I was just told this other week, you can't judge me, sweetheart, I, I really can't, and I'm not trying to judge you, but I'm a very good fruit inspector. When I don't see fruit being there, then that should let you know you need to come up. Because, mm-hmm. and, and I want someone to tell me if I'm about to step in a hole or drown. Help me. Amen. You don't love me if you don't tell me the truth. Amen. Yeah. I'm bearing fruit. It tells you in Galatians 5 and 22 what those fruits are. And if you don't have any of those fruit working, that's not judging. You're already judging yourself because you won't get in God and bear some of these fruits. We're not uh, judging. Judging is saying who's going to heaven or hell. Nobody knows that. Amen. But we are very good fruit inspectors. We got enough <laughs> tips to know if you're bearing fruit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness, all of those type things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're not judging, but no. you're absolutely right because real is something you can see. Right. There is a visible difference between real and not real Christians. It's not yeah. enough to say you're real. You should be able to see you're real. That's Being right. real is more than attending church regularly, feeling good about God, or accepting Jesus. It goes beyond being baptized, receiving communion, uh, uh, saying some creed or knowing scripture. <laughs> you have to be real. And I think Amen. Jesus, he doesn't equate professing faith mm-hmm. with possessing faith. Thank you. As, as we fair. often do. Yeah. He warned his disciples in that uh, previously mentioned scripture, you know, that I was telling you about. Right. We have to be real. And, and that's why it's so important so many people are going to fall away, Amen. and so many churches are going to cause people to go astray Amen. because they're not real. Mm-hmm. And woe to them mm-hmm. because they, it says, who shall enter the kingdom of God? Those who have clean hands. A lot of people's hands are dirty mm-hmm. because they're not real. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is just so important. It, it, 
one the real acronym stands for relationship uh, uh, encouragement accountability and laughter right. because it's so important to have those essential elements when you are a child of God real Christians are new creatures mm-hmm. physically we we won't look different than right. others at least that's not the way you know we might dress differently than we used to do but real Christians are changed radically Amen. we experience because we experience a, a new birth we Amen. receive a new heart uh, remember i talked about that on my last right. radio show we get a new spirit a new mind Amen. we get the mind of christ yes. we get a right spirit Amen. and that's why we can love those that that do things that are bad to us you that's know right. That's we right. can do right to people that betray us Right. That's why Jesus could go to the cross. That's right. He was betrayed, but he could go to the cross because he was real. That's it right. wasn't about him. It was about his father's business. Amen. And what reward do we have? We only love those that love us. Mm-hmm. We don't have a reward. you got to love the unlovable. And that's why I love how we've had these conflicts. John is our girl best friend. Um, a time, wait a, minute, a time of what was it? Refreshing. refreshing a time of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Because you really, after the unchurched, and then the people will go into the churches, and a good strong church makes a very good community, and Amen. it's so important. And I just appreciate God. I appreciate the Cleveland Rose and the Dr. Sharon Westbrook. We appreciate you. And the Same. people that want to work in the kingdom and see the kingdom being fulfilled and expanded. You know, it's really amazing between you two because I see that between you. I mean, I know Sharon, uh, Dr. Sharon for a while and uh, Sister uh, Belina. I mean, wow. I mean, the way that you guys are talking about community because one of the things that when I came in, uh, into doing this ministry what I'm doing now and that a lot of people ask me, it says, well, Cleveland, you don't have, <laughs> I had this with pastors talking to me this way before. But Cleveland, you don't have a church. Uh, you don't. I said, wait a minute. This is my church. Yeah, everybody said. <laughs> yeah, this, this is my church. This is my ministry. And God gave me this ministry because he knows my background. He knows who I am. He knows what my makeup is. But when I start to speak, because I know the Holy Spirit inside me, giving me the others to really get this truth out there is from God himself. It's not from my head. Not because my mind is still renewing. And I don't know about yeah. you guys, my mind, my mind still renewed it from, from, because Christ had to renew a mind that was full of sin. And that mm-hmm. is the change in me. That's go back to Romans chapter 12, verse 2. That I'm yeah. not conform to this world, but I be transformed by the renewing my mind. And when you mm-hmm. renew your mind, I make my, my whole body as a reasonable service, sacrificial reasonable service for who? My father, because Why? my father yeah. I'm representing. Yeah. I'm not representing nobody else but my father. So when yeah. I do get real with people, I tell it just like it is. And I used yeah. to be blank, be frank and honest. I said, well, us Christians, we could get lazy. We could be very, very mm-hmm. pragmatic. We'd be very, very procrastinators. Very quick. Then we complain about things. And I say it just like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Then, then, yeah. I, then I go look at myself. I said, Cleveland, have you been uh, 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 lazy? Uh, uh, be a procrastinator or oh, you this or that. Then I have to try and make excuses. I said, Lord, I've been doing this, this, that. God said, to whose name? 
yours or yes, mine. Exactly, exactly. You see, uh-huh. this is where we got to be real with him. And I believe, and I'm saying about this conference, I, mean, I keep telling people about it, that I said, I think that a lot of people are scared. I said, don't be, come. Because I want you guys to see the real Cleveland. Yeah, I tell people, yeah, <laughs> right? I say I want to see the real me. This is my real element. This is who I am. I mean, you even work, yeah. I do my real element, but still they don't see all of it because they yeah. see a little bit of me when I go out the door. But when they see me in my real element and know for a fact that this is who I am, I, I never stack everything, but this is who I am. This is what God has uh, put me in. So when I see Sister Sharon, when she speaks every, every time she do her show, every person, especially Africans, I don't know about these Africans. <laughs> Lord have mercy. These Africans love know, this woman. right? They want me to come over. Yeah, they love <laughs> this woman. I said, come I told on. you, I listened to the broadcast about the falling away and why the churches are not being filled. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't listen to any other because I listened to that one twice. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, I've been saying the same thing. And here you are have done the stats, mm-hmm. like when I worked for Internal Revenue Service, I had to do surveys and stats, and you got your research, you got your stuff there together, mm-hmm. and then when you put it out there, people horn in because it's the truth. People want truth. Yeah. We're in the time, and this dispensation of time, don't tell me a lie, just tell me the truth. I can handle it. Amen. And so I can move on to the other radio uh, shows, the broadcast, because I got stuck on why the falling away because I already knew it. Mm-hmm. And I was telling people, listen, this is the truth. And everybody said, oh, my God, this is scary. Yeah, brace yourself. Are you ready? And I'm going to have to hush because when uh, Mr. Cleveland, I'm, are you Dr. Rose? I'm just going to call it like I said. Mm-hmm. When uh, Dr. Rose was saying what he was saying, mm-hmm. my daddy came about mm-hmm. the church. Well, you don't have a church. The Lord showed me something, and off the air, I will tell you what it is, and mm-hmm. I guarantee you. God is already there with you about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. remind me to tell you that. I will do that because I'm going to tell you. Special, yeah, man, because, um, you know, God uh, is kind of running. Uh, uh, you know, Sister Sharon knows it, but uh, Sister Holmes, I'm going to tell you this, that um, when I started this ministry, it's going to be four years now. Uh, matter of fact, is after the ministry was birthing me in 2004, but I was in sin. This is called what it mm-hmm. is. I was a sinner. And when mm-hmm. God had to strip all of of my old me out of me and bring the new me, I still had to rebuke me because the old me wanted to come back and wanted to set home. When we you have to die daily. Every single yeah, day. And, so we, we, and, see, and see some people, and when I tell people, I say, I got to die to self. They don't look at me and say, what are you talking about? You got you know, a lot of times in this in this society they said that you got to love self. I said, "What's mm-hmm. that look like?" Oh, it's really. It's, <laughs> and they said, "Well, it's like you got to do this, do that." I said, "Well, I did that when I was a sinner." And they look exactly. at me and said, "What are you talking about?" Uh, I said, "When I was a sinner, I used to do exactly the things that you said to love yourself for." I was loving myself every day since I t- before I I gave my my uh, whole life to Christ as my Lord. Then they said, that's what the Bible tells us. Mm-hmm, that's right. And see, when people tell me, what do you mean, Lord? He, he saved you. I said, yeah, but see, he, I had to make him my Lord first before I, he, he saved me. 
because see yeah. your your allegiance is got to be authentic and real to him in order for him to save you because see that's one of the things when you know a lot of people in the prosperity gospel and a lot of these churches they always go to Romans chapter uh, 10 verses 9 through 10 they always want yeah. you to confess your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord if you, you know believe all your heart you shall be saved well what's in your heart you gotta know you got you got the you got the uh rebuke or you gotta confess the things in your heart to a Lord that you want him to save you from. See and you gotta crucify that flesh. Amen. Amen. That is so important. Yes. Oh man, we'll rise again. Oh and, yeah, you gotta be nailed down and it's a daily it's a work in progress. I am not a hundred percent. Catch me on the wrong day. I'm just being real. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And, and I'm just being honest, but God is a keeper. I desire to be kept. Amen. And so I don't struggle with that. Amen. And it just depends on our background and, and how long we've been with this mm -hmm. and how real we allow God to be in us. He's in us all. But the more we're around the, the, in the Christendom mm -hmm. and doing the Christian thing, the more he comes alive. Amen. Because he's dinner. And we got to, you know... Speaking to each other lies Amen. And, and, and provoke one another to good work. It's the work. It really is. It is. But it's a work. I tell people I got the easiest job in the world, and I really do, and that's to love everybody. I do that so well. Amen. Because that's my that is my makeup. You know, that's the same I thing. That's the same thing I do too. Um, one of the things that my I uh, people my uh, late aunt, you know, she always tell me. She says one day I love about you that I wish you you could quit i said well you always treat people right and love them that's a good thing and that's I, a good thing and, and i told her i said well i have no choice she said why i said because i don't i don't carry hatred i, 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 no. I tell people all the time and people get mad at me especially black folks some black folks they get mad at me with this he says i told pros i said i never experienced racism and they like what i said never I never experienced it. They said, why? I said, because one day I'm not looking for it. Second of all, um, I love people no matter if they are like they are not. And third of all, right. why? Because all this is sin to God. So I pray for them to get right with God by praying for their salvation. So that's love what, them past their faults. Exactly. And that's why. And that's what he did for us. Exactly. And he did. And when he do something for you. What makes you think that he can't do it for that other person that is speaking exactly. all this harm towards other people or whatever the case would be? So that's why I said to anybody, if if anyone is, that you claim is your enemy, love on them. Show them you love that's because right. you put all kinds of coals on top of their head. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's it right there. Yeah, that's it. But let me ask you. <laughs> Go ahead. And beyond the, beyond the, you know, a lot of people aren't real with God in the relationship with, mm -hmm. and, you know, sort of outwardly they appear as though they are. Mm -hmm. But another aspect to that is like the accountability piece as well. Mm -hmm. God, it, you don't have to put on a happy face for God. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we... I can. I love God and I serve Him and I know Him as my Savior. Mm -hmm. And with Him, I don't always have to be uh, 
happy, glad every day. Amen. You know, Thank you, Lord. I can be real with God and let him know, God, I'm not happy mm-hmm. about how this person treated me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to love them, but I'm not happy That's about right. how they treated me. Mm-hmm. You know, God, he, he, God's our creator. He made us, and he knows us intimately and completely. Yeah. He knows the secrets of our heart. And so with him, we can be who we are. Mm-hmm. And he still loves us. Amen. Yes. Amen. And we can tell him, we can tell him what, you know, we like the man who told Jesus, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. We can tell him when, God, I, I know you can do it, but I just need you to help me here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right now I'm struggling. <laughs> I need you. I need you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, so we can be real with God. Let's be real. And that's what we're saying. Be real with yourself. Amen. You know who you really are. Amen. You know the real you. Amen. You know your problems and your conditions. Be real with you. Amen. Be real. And if you can't see it, I often say, you know, the way that we see ourselves is not always how we're seen by others. So we need to have somebody that we can relate to here, not just God. We need a tangible person to be real with us and say, hey, I did this and this, this, and this. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. We need our friend that's real with us to say, no, I recommend you you handling it, handling it like this. You know, and I often tell, I often tell Dr. Holmes when we're in Walmart and somebody is dressed some kind of way, I'll say, oh, she doesn't have any friends. Because a friend won't let you go outside with your stomach hanging down to your knees and you just have on a midriff. You see what I'm saying? A friend a friend will t- tell you about you that. And so we have to be real. And as saints of God, we have to be real with each other. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I know Sister Holmes got to say something about that. That is really, really powerful because... Uh, <laughs> I think I got plenty of friends because I remember one time before I went at, <laughs> I, know, I, tell, I tell you like it is, I got plenty of, uh, plenty of friends. They told me, they said, look, Cleveland, man, that don't look right on you, man. You need to go back to the house and get this right. And they used to follow, <laughs> follow me to the house. And my wife would say, well, I said, man, she's the best friend guy because she's so tell." <laughs> Yes. yes, I love Mr. Wonderful because he keeps it real with me. <laughs> yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wonderful keeps it real with everybody. I know <laughs> that because yeah, that's what I love about him because he, <laughs> yeah, he don't play. I know my yeah. Tomorrow, tell me straight up. She said, "Look, I love you, but Tom, come on, man, you are getting too old to be looking like that." And she tell me like that. I like. Okay, baby, you're right. So I have to go out and just go do my thing, be nice, and go out. And and she said, now you look like my man. So, <laughs> so, so you have to be. That's what I love about um, people being real because you know one thing I know is that in our society today is so many fake folks going around and trying to push this false narrative about well. You know, like us believers supposed to be tolerable to sin. And this is one of the things that irks me the most when you have people bring it to the body of Christ. Well, it's okay when 
you know, they day of the world. Yes, the world. We don't judge. God do that. That's that's his department. But we got people come and bring this stuff into the body of Christ. Yeah, you need to judge that. That's a that's a rotten fruit issue. Like like Sister Holmes said, we are food inspectors. We check this thing out, and we know for a fact is this real or not. So I wanted Miss Holmes. Uh, I want Sister Holmes to tell us how you deal with people who are bringing things of the world into the body of Christ. And let them know that this is don't allow. Go ahead, talk. Like, I know you got something to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, gifts and calling comes without repentance. And I could give you so many prime examples. When my children started out, they had such a, and they still have an awesome gift. My daughter is on her second song. She's a writer. She even writes for the iconic Drake. That's <laughs> his cell phone number. And told her not to give it away yada 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 so but she wasn't saved at the time so but she was working in the church after the lord saved her nothing really changed it was an inside job he changed the heart but what we got to do is recognize and know know the difference and the bible said if it be possible he meaning the devil would fool the very elect of god but it's not possible when you get over into god you can't fool the saint of God. You really can't. So you got to come in with a made-up mind, with the right spirit, create within me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me and not bring the world in. That's why the church is so watered down, because we let anything go. When I was coming up, we couldn't do a whole lot of stuff. Right. They kept it real, and the power was so Oh, my God, it's scary. It was real power. Mm -hmm. They could look to a certain way, and you just feel something. But now we're so concerned about the money. We're right. so concerned about uh, a, a big congregation and a message I'm working on now. You're gone after the goal and forgot about the soul because that's what's in this uh, area here. Mm -hmm. Everybody's after the dollar. It's not about the dollar. It's about someone's soul being saved and right with God. People are dropping dead, dying left and mm -hmm. right, and they're going out of here. And God's going to hold somebody accountable. Yeah, man. Nobody's telling them the truth. They won't say, baby, you're not saved. Mm -hmm. You need to do this, this, and this. So we got to not let this watered-down world come into this building that we call the church. Mm -hmm. And just really just like it is, because we want to please God. Amen. We want to reverence God. We want to do right. Amen. God loves us. He loves the sinner man. He loves the whole mother. He want. He loves the lesbian. He loves the homosexual. He don't like the sin act. Right. But he has a way of dealing with that. Mm -hmm. We don't just pick them out. Let them come in. Let them learn. Amen. Let them see. Amen. If God be God, they won't stay there long. I just believe that with all my heart. Amen. He can do anything but fail. God Amen. Is real. He is, and and you know, I personally could say this, and I tell this all the time to everyone that listening into this broadcast. All the time, I always say this: that real people loves you. And I'm gonna say that, and this is real. Real people loves you, and the people that's listen that you listen to right now do love you because you know, for what we do, we got to go through a lot to show you how much we love you. We don't have. We don't need a worldly affirmation to show us that we need their, let's say, permission to say we love you. 
but I love right. you is tell you the truth. Now, a lot of times, a lot right. of people, a lot of people don't like to hear the truth nowadays. You no, know, if you say that, that's like a hate speech. Now, I mean, you tell people like it is about, you know, you are in sin. This is a sinful thing, but I love you for the person that's not in sin. They were like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? I said, I love you because I love the person that's not in sin. And a lot of people look at that and say, you're judging. No, that's not judgment. No, you're not. Because, no, it's not. because judgment is like you say, I hate you. I don't like you. I don't care about you. But I say, I love you, but I love the person that's not in sin. And they will look at you like, what, it, what, it, what kind of sin I'm in? See, there you go when you bring them to God. Because now you are witnessing a conversion litmus test. You give them something that can grab hold to a fruit. Yes, yes. That's good. You see, yeah. that is the, the the whole thing because when they listen to us on the radio and when they listen to us, they hear people who went through some stuff. And when they went through some things, some people, even some people that are broadcasters, they they tell them what they what the end result is, some of them. Not the all not the whole thing. Well, me personally, you know, when I started to say I tell them, let me tell you me. And when I start talking to them, I tell them I used to be, used to be a liar, cheater, an adulterer, a person that fornicates, that they harm, they all kinds of evil inside of, of a holy God. Mm-hmm. And I carried that out for years until my wife prayed for me and gave me up to God. Yeah. And she that's did love. that's love because yeah. she didn't have to do that, but she did mm-hmm. because that is that's how you love a person. You give them up to God. This is what you do with people yeah. who are homosexuals, who are who are, are in the, um who are LBGTs and and uh, who are adulterers, who are liars, who are cheaters, who are murderers, who are mm-hmm. everything despicable. Mm-hmm. But God still saved them. God could save yeah. them. And see this yeah, and it's a spirit. It's not them, it's a spirit. It's right. And that's why we can't attack the person. Attack that spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people, I just told a lady today down the street, I said, What you're dealing with, the reason you keep getting so angry, mm-hmm. you're dealing with that person. It's not that person, it's that person's spirit. Mm-hmm. You gotta go after that spirit without damaging the person. Mm. And she said, That makes so much sense. Amen. Yeah, it really does. But a lot of people, even the, the strongest Christians, don't do that all the time. They're going to go after the person because I see this person. Mm-hmm. No, you got to go after the spirit. And some of these spirits are a stronghold. Now, that's why the Bible said these come through fasting and praying. Mm-hmm. You got to really stay on your job. It, Amen. It, it's a job. It really is. It is. But it's yeah. because he's always paid the price. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Go ahead, Sister Sharon. Um, you know, you, you were speaking of something earlier that really caught my attention, and it made me think about Solomon, King Solomon, mm-hmm. how he was drawn away because you, you were dealing with, um, you know, these watering down of the church and mm-hmm. letting these false things come into our church, mm-hmm. and and it's like, Solomon, he was drawn away and enticed by his own lust, 
with all these strange wives that mm-hmm. he had. He allowed them to bring their religion in, mm-hmm. and, and, and it changed everything. And he, he did, and it said, you know, he, that once that start, once he started allowing one thing, then another thing, then another thing, it, he turned away. Mm-hmm. And then he went after, and he did evil. That's right. And so that's what happens when we get turned away from what is right. Mm-hmm. We go after what is wrong and then we do evil Mm -hmm. and so it's so important for us you know people say well we have to do this you know in my thing with uh why the church (laughs) is declining you know we have to do this to get the millennials we have to do that to do this no no you know you have to preach the gospel of jesus christ You don't have to have a Starbucks or an Applebee's or, or this and that in your church. No. <laughs> Get the millennials, you have to preach the gospel of yeah. Jesus Christ. Amen. To get the, the baby boomers, the mm-hmm. gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't care what category people try to put other people in. Mm-hmm. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ that saves. Because the Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. That's it's right. what's sharper than any two-edged sword, divided asunder of soul and spirit and a mm-hmm. It is the discerner of our heart, mm-hmm. of our thoughts and mm-hmm. the intent of our heart. It's the word of God. Amen. And so until, just face the fact, to be real, mm-hmm. you've got to have the gospel. Amen. To be real, mm-hmm. you have to want to live a holy life. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's all about what you want to do. And, and I go back to why the church is declining is because people are so selfish and so inward focused that they don't want to know God. They want to please themselves and do what's right in their own eyes. But God is looking for a real people because God is immutable. He has not changed. He is the same God that was there with the Israelites in the wilderness. He was the same God that was there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He was the same God that was there on the day that Christ suffered, bled, and died. He is the same God that is coming back for us, a church without spot or wrinkle. So we can change all we want to. God does not change. Amen. And he does have a limit of people. Exactly, and the requirement is still the same. The the requirement is still to live right. The requirement is to be holy. The requirement is to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. The requirement is to present your body a living sacrifice, sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, because that is our reasonable service. The requirement is to walk after the spirit walk in the spirit so that we don't fulfill the flesh of the the, the flesh, the lust of the flesh. Amen. It's, it's, it's just that. Amen. You know. So. What I send up my offering to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I will say this: while we're on the radio, we need we need to seek Amen. the Lord while He may be found. We need to call upon Him while He is near, because one day. Mm. We're going to call, and he's not going to answer. Yeah, that's true. We that's need true. to work while it is day, for when so night, night cometh, no man can work. work. Yes, that's, my, that's my saying right there. That's true. That's my mom's favorite scripture. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's powerful. True. So, yeah, that's we powerful. just have to be real. We have to be real. Yeah. You know, that is amazing 
for you to to really put that out there because you know a lot of people it's kind of around you said that sister uh, about these churches today and i'm saying this very very vividly and you know my son one day about his uh Y generation and i i don't call him all kinds of generation i just know he's my son he's young and he's learning because i disciple him every single week every day actually but mainly we have a time together we talk about life we don't talk about anything else but life and one of the yeah. things that he always asked me he said dad what is a what is a real christian because he said wow. when i see all these churches like this church up the street from us where we live at this church is building is already was big enough now they make it a bigger and they want to make mm-hmm. it look more like an auditorium or more mm-hmm. like a theatric uh, uh, experience, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I see things like this, I tell them, I say, let me show you what's a real, real, what real Christians are. And as one guy we saw in, uh, over here, he was, he, he did something and he actually kind of caught my idea. And he, what he did was he went to uh, the store, got this man some food and brought it to him. And said, here. And he prayed for him. We saw that. I said, well, that right there, my son, is a real Christian. So when we did the same thing, went up the street, got the guys, a, a, a family. It was, it was like three people. Need food, need some drink. Gave them some soap, gave them some totalities and things like that. And they said, thank you. Nobody did think about us. People pass through here all the time. Wow. wow. And this is ironic with all this. And I'm saying this because I want to show people God don't look at color. No, he don't. No. This, these people are Caucasian. And we. I'm saying that I'm looking at them. I said, well, you know, I heard one pastor said it's good for them. I said, wait a minute. What's your love at? What? For them? Mm-hmm. A pastor. He 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 yeah. claimed that. He said, um, that's good for him because we, I see I say, wait a minute. If he if 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 the shoe was on the other foot, you want somebody to say that to you. That's true. That's horrible. Yeah, it's very horrible. That's the spirit that's the spirit in operation though. I know. And, and, and they really can't help it. So many people have got such a stronghold. Mm-hmm. And at night, I know the real them comes up, and God is still trying to deal with them. But the enemy is not going to let them sit there and think on it too long mm-hmm. because the change will come. Amen. So keep busy, keep running to disband and digress from the real truth. Amen. So it's going to come a day that women of people that God got, oh, yes. I, I just, ooh. You know, I can't talk about it. I know. I, I, I sense that you just said right there, Sister Holmes, while I picked that up, what you just said. You said something. You mm-hmm. saying something that is so ironic because Sister Ron and I talked about this before with another brother. When, when you see people that is hurting mm-hmm. and they are hurting for a reason. And I'm saying mm-hmm. this because people don't understand what that reason is because you don't you never walk in their their shoes yet. But when you start to walk in those kind of shoes with people who are hurting, you start to realize something. Wait a minute. 
if they are hurting this bad and I am blessed. See, this is what the word faith and the prosperity gospel don't teach. They don't teach that when a person is hurting, their soul is in anguish, moaning for God to yeah. come and do something. See, I picked that up what you said. You said God is going to do something through people who is real with them. They gonna God going to yeah. do some things with people who says, look, Lord, use me in this way to really glorify your name. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. people are, they people hunger for the truth. That's why the radio network we got, God told me, he said, don't, we, you're not going to entertain sinners. God almost beat me down on that. And this is before I even got started. You are not here to entertain sinners. Mm -mm. Because That's why he was cleaning you up as fast as he was. See, God feels complete. When he when God comes in and mm -hmm. got a work for us to do, he already see it done. All he wants is a yes. Thank and you. Once we're willing vessel, God can use anybody. Oh my God, he got gutter love. He reaches down and gets the lowest. Mm -hmm. God don't go after the big. He qualifies the unqualified. <laughs> and one thing I love about God, God is neither male nor female. He is a Spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We got to just get to the heart of the matter. Stop looking at this flesh mm -hmm. and this uh, 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 pretty face, mm -hmm. hair, clothes, and all of that. That is a facade. Get into the real spirit and heart of man. Amen. And once you learn that, God can take you to some places. Amen. He really can. You know, that's really amazing between... The fact that this this conference is here and this conference is going to be live all worldwide, and yeah. uh, and and the, one of the powerful things about this whole thing, and I told everyone, I said, look, uh, even I told the people who I invite, I told the people who's coming, I said, look, don't don't expect me or any one of the of, of the people in, in the seminar to be faking it because I see these profiles of these people, and I said that. Um, they not faking this. This is real yeah. folks. These guys are going to put some hammer into the soul that will come up. That's one thing I tell people. I said, what is going what are you gonna be talking about, Cleveland? I said about what is cross. Is Christians mm -hmm. reaching out to save souls? Mm -hmm. We are yeah. here to save the souls. Of the those who need our ministries are supposed to be reaching out through the bite through Christ, our Lord Savior, to save their soul. Because we are That's instruments. It. We are tools. And, yeah. and, and see see these tools, these 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 buys, remember go back to the part in Romans chapter twelve, verse one. We are what? These are our bodies is a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Yeah, reasonable service. Yeah. Reasonable. This is reasonable. Yes. And the, the yes. and the thing is, why is reasonable? Well, it's because it's a reason for the soul to be saved, because God would use this feeble body to claim his glory. We are his ambassadors. We are the part of the kingdom. And the kingdom yes. is afoot. Mm -hmm. And we need to bring people to Christ. See, this is one thing I, I challenge Jehovah's Witness all the time. I said, if 144,000 is the number that God said for all of us to get to say, uh, get into heaven, well, what's this thing with John says that I saw many multitudes? 
number. I saw a number that no man could number. Yeah. I saw a number that no man could number. <laughs> exactly. That's what he said. That's exactly said. And and uh, I said, uh, well, if you believe that one hundred forty four thousand, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> and I was, I was and, and, and they said, well, what, what do you mean? I said, uh, you don't know Jesus like I know him. Now, Jesus mm-hmm. saved me, but I had to, he, he became my Lord first. They can't handle that. And you got people in the body of Christ who said, well, Jesus saved me, but he's, he's your Lord. And see, that's the challenge of why you have to save the soul. We gotta say souls, and God holds yeah. us accountable of these souls. Yeah. That's why. That's why this is. That's why I cannot wait for this conference. I am. I've got goosebumps. I don't know. I usually don't get goosebumps a lot, <laughs> and, and, but this I do. I got a lot of goosebumps. I, I, I tell. I tell all everyone. I said this is one conference I've been to. I used to be a participant, but now I am the person to be speaking. That's a real thing. And one person yeah. said. One yeah. person said, "You gonna speak?" See, when the person said that, you Cleve, you gonna speak? I said, "Yes." And they said, "Oh yeah, I comment." <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's influence. That's influence. Yeah. You just been saying, uh, Dr. Uh, Westbrook and I, we've been so elated. I haven't been able to sleep. My neighbor down here, <laughs> she told me, she said, I've told my mom and my aunt and my husband, he's a military man, he's a military officer, major, and she said that they've been sent. I cannot wait for Belinda to do this conference. We already know it's going to be good. Anything she do, and she's got a friend she hook up with, they are living in expectation. Mm-hmm. People, oh, and I'm just so elated because you already know what God is going to do. Yeah. And at first we had some challenges, and I kept telling Dr. Westbrook, oh, this is going to be good. Every time you see the enemy stick his head up, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be greater. Oh, yeah. He's not going to let us do anything excellent, but God already got it mm-hmm. because it's a must. It's a need. Amen. It is a very need. Amen. Yes, I and, just appreciate God. You know, it's, and this is the thing about it. I uh, told Sister Sharon when she got the new building, <laughs> I got to tell people that this is awesome. This is how <laughs> awesome <laughs> this is. Well, it was It was actually Evangelist Holmes who was instrumental and the one who worked the new building out. I praise God for her Amen. Uh, working that out. And you, and you, and you know, for uh, Sister Holmes, I know the person who, uh, I know the guy named uh, Donnie uh, very well because I work with him. <laughs> and, uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's a member of that church. He's part of the board, uh, part of the board of directors of the church. Of over there, first uh, first Baptist Church, first Missionary Baptist Church over there, Tiny Town, and he, when mm-hmm. I told him that we, like I talked to him today, I told him I said we coming, I'm gonna be speaking. He said Saturday, right? He said yeah. Bring send me that flyer. I said I was, I will send the flyer to wow. you. And he and as soon as I sent him the flyer, he said Cleveland. He said you know what? He said I'm gonna bring all the board directors there. Every right. last one of them. Isn't God good? He said all Praise of them. God. They cleaned the pastor and, of the church. And my niece was the one. My niece is a member of Pastor Harris. Robert Harris is the pastor there. Yeah. And my niece, my oldest niece, is a member. And they, it was favored because she said, everything my aunt does is excellent. Mm-hmm. She, she said she is one in the family that we all know to be 
saved for real, for real. That's what they say. And when family know you, they know you. Yeah. And so we were able to get that building at a very, very affordable price because they normally charge this price up here, mm-hmm. but because of us, mm-hmm. they let it go at a different rate. And I appreciate God. I don't take it for granted. It's Amen. just favor. Amen. Everything that... You know, the Lord, even with Garfield Curlin, mm-hmm. because he know my family, mm-hmm. he charges 3500 but because it's me mm-hmm. and Dr. Westbrook, we work good together, he's going to do it for this. Thank God for favor. Amen. And see, it's funny I because... I appreciate God. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I just tell him, I said, hey, we coming there. He said, yeah, yeah he, in the day about it, he said, I'm going to bring everybody, the pastor, the everybody. And I said, really? He said, yeah, I want to see this powerful thing you do and what God do to the people that you are connected to. I said... That's, that's influence. Yeah. Yes, see, powerful. Well, you see, people knows about RCR, but they don't know the impact of RCR that big. And um, <laughs> and when he saw it, he when he saw how a powerful impact RCR is, he realized I I I'm, I didn't know you was this powerful. I said, no, this is God. He said, but you so humble by it. I said, of course, because I don't I don't deserve this. God do. Like you said, Sister Holmes. God be the glory. God yes. be yes. God be the glory because I don't deserve it. God doing it. So when he said when he when all says done, he said, Cleveland, you got to make sure you put us on the air. I said, Yeah, that's gonna happen. We're going to put a lot of people yeah. on air. This is going to be a live event on set, uh, on Saturday, February the 22nd, starting at next 8 o'clock a.m. That's next Saturday, folks. I'm telling you. A week a, a week from Saturday. A week yeah. from Saturday. Because yeah, next from, Saturday is the 15th. Yeah, so that's my birthday. It is. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it is a week from Saturday uh, yeah. on the 22nd. Yeah. And I just believe God is going to... I, there's so many people expecting God to mm-hmm. do things oh my that God. I know he will not let us down. I will. just believe that God is going to, there's going to be a great move of God. Mm-hmm. Souls are going to be saved. Mm-hmm. Minds are going to be regulated. Hearts are going to be mended. Relationships are going to be restored. Plus, and, and, and I just believe that um, the people that come... Seeking God to do great things in their life, He is going to do that. He's going to do it. He's going he to do it. He is going to do that. He, he is, is going. Whatever they need on that night spiritually, God is going to do that. He's going to break bondage. He's going to do it because we are coming uh, hungry and thirsting after righteousness, Amen. and He will fill us. Amen. Oh, yeah. You know that, and that's that is what brings the goosebumps. Is that this is the most powerful thing that I have seen thus far. And then people keep on saying that we need a revival. I said revival is one thing. We need a soul cleansing right now. Revi- yes. Vi- revival. Yeah, because I mean revival is to me the only way revival will come through God is when we start to cleanse our souls. And once we start cleansing our souls, then the revival will come. But that revival is not going to be what God, what we expect it to be. It's going to be more like, here's your margin papers. This is what you need to do. And I've been telling you this since Matthew chapter 28. 
that you need to go out there to what uh, make disciples, teach them and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's going to be some margin yeah. papers, and these margin papers are going to give us the orders for us to go out there and save these souls. And these souls is going to be contrite to the, to the Holy Spirit, and that the Holy That's Spirit good. is going to break those chains out of them. You see, yeah. you see those chains, it's, it's a lot of people in bondage right now. You know, it's people oh. who are rich and powerful yeah. in bondage. And it's uh, people yeah. who is poor and suffering in bondage. It's people who's in middle class poor who are in in bondage. We got a lot of people in bondage yeah. here. And it doesn't matter what class. It doesn't matter what authentic, what, uh, uh, ethnicity, whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. People's souls are in bondage. So now, as God told us, look, what are you doing with the mission I gave you? That's the origin. And he's not yeah. playing with that. So that's why we got to be real with that. So that's why I can't yeah. wait, sisters, because whew, this is going to be an experience. I Not just more than experience. I can't say experience because I've been through experiences. <laughs> yeah, I've been through experiences. Yeah. This is more than experience. This is going to be something that's going to be more than just an outreach ministry. It's going to be an impact of lives that's going to really change for God. These people that we're going to be reaching out to are going to be the ones going to go out there and get more souls for his, for the kingdom. Yes, yes. We don't want to be the church that lost its purpose. Amen. But we want to, uh, you remember that when mm -hmm. I did, you were with me, I yes, believe, yes, I when was. we talked about with uh, the church that lost its purpose. Yes, yes. Oh, my and God. So wow. I just, I just know that God knows uh what he's doing in the city of Clarksville and what we need. Yeah, this, this, this is going to be a worldwide thing. Clarksville is going to be super impact, of course, because of the anointing. Maybe. You see. It's, and it's long overdue. It's long overdue. Yeah. It really is. I, and you know, it's yeah. fine because I've been here for years and people are starting to see some changes. They said, you've just been here for years and there's a lot of things happened since you've been here. I said, mm -hmm. <laughs> I look at that, I look at that, I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it's something bad first because, you know, I think about, my, you know, my, my sinful past when you, you know, bring that conviction sometime. But, but no, what God, what was going on is that you bring some people that need to hear what the Lord has been telling. And it's a lot yeah. of people are like, it says in Ezekiel where everybody talk about the dry bones. And mm -hmm. those bones, mm -hmm. they start to wake up and everything. They start to move, start to shake, and start to rattle. I said, well, well, I mean, God been trying to tell it to the people. It's just that their heart is dead. It's got to, God, mm -hmm. and now God had to do is the resurrection. He's the resurrection, yeah. not us. Yeah. He is. So if it's God had to resurrect that soul to glorify his name, he's doing for people that you think is crazy, cuckoo for Cocoa Pups. And they'd be like, wait a minute, this, wait a minute, I ain't expect this person to do this, but look at them. It reminds me of Pastor right. Terry before he died. And I never met him, yeah. but when people telling me about him, what he oh, did. Oh, he was an awesome man of God. Yeah, I heard. And, oh, man. And people was telling me stories about this man. And I was sitting here and said, wow. He said he really did change. And when he died, it just seemed like everything started to drop. Then here you come. I said, what well, I do? <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't know that, but I think I never met him. But the more I hear of his testimony, I, yeah. I mean, I met his son, and it was at the library my son worked at, and um, met him. And he would just start talking. He talked for an hour, and he said, "You remind wow. me of my dad." I said. Don't tip. I don't. What need. a compliment! Yeah, it yeah. is. I said, I said I can't fit their shoes. Terry was awesome. Yeah, his wife is awesome. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I used to um, minister over there a lot. Every time he would see me, he said, "You just look so tabernacleish." <laughs> and it was so funny how he would say that. Yeah. Because uh, he wasn't stealing members, but he just loved God's people. He could recognize gifts in people. Mm-hmm. He was uh, a special uh, jewel in the kingdom. And he was out there, rain, sleet, or shine with those signs. And they still let his legacy live on because they still out there honking through love Jesus, mm-hmm. helping. He's got a wonderful school. Mm-hmm. They they really do good community work there at Tabernacle. They really do. Yeah, I know. And that's what I love about their uh, uh about him. He his his due diligence. He started with mm-hmm. nothing and look what God has done. And he, he oh, didn't yeah. care. And he kept his doing till Mm-hmm. He's right, and, and and I mean making those signs, and those mm-hmm. signs about uh, the Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes. Jesus is the, the is the is the reason for Christmas. Jesus is the reason for Easter. Yes. Every I single. I got some of those signs in my garage, and we put them out, you know, for mm-hmm. the season. And people in the neighborhood still put those signs. Same, out. Yeah, I know. He did a work. He yeah, did. He did work. I thank God for him. See, that's yeah. the person that God is looking for, something like that. And each yeah. one of us have He's that. Raising them up. Yeah. The Lord's raising them up. Yes, he, he is. He yeah. is. And that's why I love yeah. about that is that he is raising a powerful people to do yeah. his will. And that's why I love it every time. So that's why I, that's why I would tell you guys about this conference. This conference is very, very powerful. And the main reason why is not only because of these two wonderful women of God is going to be in it, and yours truly, but also the more people, <laughs> it's more, it's more people come in like Dr. Uh, uh, John DeWather, uh, and right. more people. It's so many people coming in from all walks of life, and these guys got testimonies. But not only just yeah. testimonies, but they got something for you to understand your purpose is for God. And when you hear from men, women, God like that, you will see the power of God change lives. Because we're going to be doing simulcasts all over the America, our radio stations, and plus, we're going to have some people who can't, couldn't make it. We'll be be brought. Uh, we'll be speaking a little bit in as well through some of our seminars, which would be mine. And there'll be a lot of people who will be impact with all of this. This is this is this is beyond my scope at all. This is God because I am. That's how sorry I am. I never done this yeah. in this caliber, but this caliber tells me this is the this is the uh, running field for all of us to bring souls to Him. So I am so yeah. blessed. I hear the Holy Spirit saying this is just the beginning. And the people that God is going to have there, their, their being there is what's going to make it so uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to release to be real. Because they can't be real for the mm-hmm. and, and they need to get there. They don't need to meet us there. They need to beat us there. Yeah. Because I, God got something for them. Yeah, I told people be there at 730. 
<laughs> I did. I said be there at 7.30 in the morning. In the morning. And the beauty is that they won't have to even leave the premises to have lunch. Exactly. Because we will have lunches uh, for $5 mm-hmm. uh, that will include even a drink. And there's no place that you can really go to get nope. a very good lunch like that. They won't have to spend gas to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. They will be able to have a nice lunch right there. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that's great for the nice service. I'm telling you, that's what I'm excited about. That nice service will be off the chain. Apostle yeah. Kirlin is a beast in the in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. When he did my first cousin home going charity, oh my God, the family was elated. He spoke true, and uh, oh my God, he's awesome. He's a word person. He's all on the Word Network, YouTube. He's all over. And they call his church the Celebrity Church because he gets the Kirk Franklins and the BBSCC Winers because he hops with the best, mm-hmm. the cream of the crop in the kingdom. And they do ministry in a big way. Amen. And I'm so thankful that God allowed me to be able to get a yes from him to do this conference, you know, to be out. Uh, nice speaker. I just appreciate God. Amen. I really do. I, 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 I'm, yeah, because I, I was looking him up the other day. I was like, whoa, this is this 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 is heavyweight here coming in, and it yes, usually sir. when we see heavyweight coming in, that usually means that okay, step back, Cleaver. Don't be don't be too much <laughs> yourself. <laughs> you gonna say something? You're... No, you be yourself because in God is such diversity. Right. If everybody spoke like Dr. Westbrook, a mm. song like Belinda, or spoke like um, Cleveland Rose. It would be so boring. I know. It really would. God is so good. He's got variety in all of us, and he loves us all. I'm so glad God ain't mad at us. He loves us. Mm-hmm. He wants the best. He wants us to make the best out of this life, live life, and not let life live us, and just be real and do ministry because that's what we're put here to do. Amen. You know, it's so powerful. And we'll go ahead and wrap this up about this. Um, This conference, and I'm telling this to everyone, the conference is so that if if you can't make it to the building, you still could access it to rcrnetwork.com. And also for God's powerful radio, which will be gipradio.com. Dot net, I'm sorry. And you're going to be able to listen in to all up this whole conference from start to finish and um the powerful thing about this whole thing i was telling someone is that um from denver i told a couple of people from denver that we if you do come please come a day early he said why because i want to meet decent well ladies of god for one thing second of all uh everyone that's coming into the conference and third uh we're going to be doing this hopefully we get the chance to is when we're going to do interview on everyone who's part of this conference the speakers and the uh, people involved in the conference as well we will interview everyone there so it's going to be a powerful thing for everyone to be involved in and i cannot wait to really right, and I believe that we're going to have vendors there as well. Exactly. Correct? Yeah, we're going to be having that. We're going to have one vendor that's going to be a powerful vendor. I'm going to tell you what this Great is. God. This this vendor is part of my of of what is cross, and I'm going to tell you this right now so people will know about it when they get there. This vendor is going to be the one that's going to show you guys that instead of waiting for television stations and radio stations to get you on the air this vendor will have the platform for you to have them so you'll be able to watch tv and 
listen to the radio all at the same time with this no video. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This, this one vendor, this is part of my, this is our, uh, part of what God has put us to do. It's called IMP. We'll talk more about that in the I conference. And y'all will be involved with that. Sister Haran's Sister uh, 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 broadcast will be part of this as well with RCR. So it's going to be. excellent. A, Thank you. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I already told you what happens when you be with me. So. <laughs> right. Right. God is so good. Yes, you are. I tell you, part of the family you always been. And it just, it's, yeah. Yeah, she's your sister, she's mine. So, yeah, of course, you're part of the family. <laughs> right. So, so that's what I was saying. This here is going to be the powerful of this vendor. And I'm, I'm when you see, I think that this this one vendor will knock all the vendors out. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's the truth because this one <laughs> is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because, that is, that's, uh, uh, that's what we need in 2020. Yes, we do. You know, we, we need we that. We can get a uh, necklace from Amazon. We can get the shoes, the bags, and all. We can do all of that. Like when we go up on the convocation, right. Dr. Westbrook and St. Louis, you know, all the vendors. We, we got all of that. But this type of vendor, oh, yeah, that's the need. I appreciate God. Mm-hmm. I'm about to shout right now. I know. I know. <laughs> See, that's, that's the whole thing that... Um, that's the whole purpose of bringing some people from Denver, people from all over, is to really showcase this yes. particular thing we about to not what we already launched it, but we show you what this video. Now, is your do. spiritual dad coming? Yes, he is. That's awesome. Yeah, yes, he's coming, and he's uh, an awesome man of God. He is. Yeah. Uh, yes, he is coming, and uh, so, several more people and more brothers. <laughs> The, the brothers that's part of him coming in, you know, with him, if they, they come in as well. It's going to be a lot of folks. Yeah, we'll do that right now. Let's go ahead and end this right here. I want to thank these ladies guy about this conference about this. Now, let me tell you the conference is. This conference is on uh, Saturday, February the 22nd. Start at 8 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. You will listen to it if you are not in this area, in Clarksville or Nashville area. You could go ahead and listen to it on rcrnetwork.com at gipradio.net. And you can listen to it on those platforms. And also, you can listen to it through Crosslink IMP, which is going to be the television network that's going to be bringing in live with this whole, uh, whole radio and television um, a broadcast of this whole conference. So, I want to thank you, ladies to be part of this uh spotlight of resilient christians this is a wonderful blessing and be part of this conference is a truly honor and privilege because i never know god i knew god's gonna take me big things i didn't know he's gonna get this big and i know he's gonna get bigger as i grow in him and i'm just praising god and i'm so elated and excited do this whole thing i'm just blessed i'll imagine everything else i want to thank you each and every one of you thank you so much Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. No problem, guys. And thank you guys for listening to the uh, Spotlight of Resid Christians. You'll be blessing the Lord. And stay tuned for more of this whole segment through next week, which we'll talk, we'll broadcast all this stuff to you as we go through this whole conference on February the 22nd of this year. Thank you so much, and God bless. The believer in Jesus Christ is upheld by God's power and so is naturally resilient. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, 
but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed, 2 Corinthians 4 8-9. Christians keep bouncing back. The key to resiliency is faith in the Lord, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him, though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand, Psalm 37 23-24. Choosing to trust in the Lord rather than rely on what we understand is the best way to stay resilient. Come back next week on the Spotlight on Resilient Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Resilient Christian Radio Network. Portions of our broadcast day made possible by Internet Media Providers, makers of X-Cable. Watch almost any television station in the world, including programs on demand, with X-Cable. For more information, look for the link to Internet Media Providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com.